Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. And here we go, another episode of Officially Underqualified. Sounds a, well, feels a little bit like deja vu, but we're going again. Does it, Matt? It does. It's been a week in between recordings. It has just it, Time Matt? flies. It feels like a day. Has it, Matt? Yeah, it has. So Why isn't this episode up early Thursday morning? Yeah, Matt? look, we apologise for this. Uh, no, no. No, no. No, we, we don't. We apologise because we're a team, Greg. <laughs> Maybe up there at Runaway Bay we throw people under the bus, but uh, down here on the southern end of the Gold Coast, Listen. the home of the mighty Burley Bears, <gasps> we are... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're cut from Masters yeah, full this time. Is so funny. Full time. So full time cut. That's good. That's, That's it. Good. Okay, Millhouse. You're done. Uh, now, down here on the Southern Gold Coast, where we play rugby, not rugby lug, uh, we don't throw each other under the bus. Yeah, well. Am I learning something new here? No. I should have known it all along. Here, look, here's the thing in life you make a mistake. You own it. You, I, you move on. I've owned it. I've owned it. <laughs> Not yet. There was a problem with the technique. There was a problem with the production team. And uh, yep. we had a bad uh, file, which bad anyway, file. this will be much better. It was a shit podcast. It wasn't great. So we pre-recorded. It should have been out early Thursday morning. It's now 9.20 on Thursday morning. We're just going to put this live up, aren't we? It's going straight up. Straight up. Yeah. So fucking who cares? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we care. Well, we care enough to do another one. Yeah. Within a day. Yeah. That's how much we care. We do care. We care about you guys. That's how much we care. Yeah, we care about you guys. Well, we're here. All right. Very interesting week in NRL. Round two. Uh, actually, round three of the NRL. Was it round three? Yeah, it was yeah, round three. Round yeah. three. Okay. So, very interesting. <laughs> do you think second time round doing the same podcast, we'd get that right? We, we might. <laughs> what we might do is go back and just re-record that. No. No, no, no. no. Look, round Don't three, touch the recording. Round three of the NRL <laughs> was an interesting week. Um, we'll start on Thursday night where the, the high-flying Manly Seagulls... Will we? ...stick uh, their talons into the eels. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah, and that's good. looked very manly, looked very good for about 50 minutes. Yep. Unbeatable premiership favourites. And then... Um, <laughs> Settle down. Then they switched off as Manly tend to do and Parra came back at them. Yeah. Manly win 34-30. Just. Yeah. And I think the, if this game goes for five more minutes, Eels win. By the look of uh, Flano's face at the end of the game, mm. Seabold looked very happy and very relieved. Flanagan yeah. was ropeable. And I think that therein lies yeah. why Manly might be successful this year. Yeah. Because I actually don't think that Seabold is the main man. True. I agree with that. Yeah. We've commented on that before. We have. I but he, I think that's more he's, apparent he's the face. Now. He's the face man. He's the face. He's the media man. Correct. He does a, a wonderful PowerPoint presentation. He does. Gets himself a job. Yeah. And someone else is pulling the strings. Yeah. And I think that that was only made more apparent with the with with Flanagan's mm. look of disgust yeah. after that win. Yeah. And I think they will be flogged at training this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's a win. Yeah, and a win's a win. And they a win's are, a win. They're on six points. And they and are, the Eels are 0-3. Yes. And they're about to play Penrith off the bye. Yeah, and then the Roosters. God help them. And then the Roosters off the bye. And then the Roosters so off the bye. So Parra could be 0-5. Holy shit. And, and season Mo- over. Will, Mo- Will Moses be playing for the Roosters We're going to get game? to Moses in a minute. Interesting, though. Uh, yeah, look, don't know what to take out of that game. Uh, the only thing you can take out is that Parra aren't very good at the moment. Mm-mm. And Manly have got work to do, but have potential. Manly have 
there are there are signs of epicness. Yeah, there are signs of they could do quite and well I, this I, season. I'd be lying if that didn't annoy me. I know it does. Mm. I know it does. Then, wow, <coughs> you, you could have... I don't know what this would have been paying at the start of the year, but for the Dolphins to be <laughs> in the top of the competition after oh, three rounds, having well, been 3-0... and oh, They're not top. Well, no, no, no. Well, they're, they're equal second. first. They're second. There's like three points between the Broncos and the Dolphins. They're second. It's Dolphin Town now, anyway. <laughs> Apparently not, because they're second. <laughs> well, they are second on the competition ladder. What would it be... Pa- imagine what it was paying for after three rounds for the two Brisbane teams to be one and two. Yeah. That well, would have been money. Yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ. And the reason the bet didn't exist is because no one thought it could happen. It wasn't... You couldn't even put money on it? No. 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 So, look, Dolphins... The Knights are shit, though. The Knights are bad. They're bad. The Knights are in the game, though, for some amount of time. And even... But I think with the Knights, though, like, I know they're in the game. But at no point when you're... Here's the thing. When when you're watching the Knights, at no point do you think, oh, that they could explode here. Yeah. Like, the fact that they were in the game, yeah. the vibe was, oh, they're in the game. Like, <laughs> that's that's all you've got with them. Yeah. And, that, you know, it doesn't please me to say it. I'm not a Knight hater, but it's just like, what's going on down there? I mean, they're missing Ponga. Yeah, it's they are definitely missing Ponga. Yeah, but, when but you got when you got over a million dollars sitting on the bench, it for, hurts, for sure. man. But they've they've obviously developed their whole game plan is around him. Yeah, well, but, as it should be. But whatever they planned in the off season, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to change it anyway because he can't come back and play six. No, nah, he's a fullback now. Yeah. He's a fullback, or he's or he's retired, or he's seriously seriously medically injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, good on the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins are, are looking good. They're playing hard footy. They're playing very basic football, but they're and winning. I showed you that billboard in the Brisbane did. Airport, didn't I? It's a lot of ads, mate. There's a lot of ads. A lot of ads about it. Good marketing. Yeah. They've got a good team. Better than the NRL. Uh, there's a sign in the in the Gulf, in the Brisbane Airport. Yes. As you, instead of a welcome to Brisbane sign, it is a big red and white sign. It says, welcome to Finland. Mm. PH. <laughs> PH. Yeah. Finland. Yeah. Uh, with a little dolphin in the corner, uh, which would only wildly confuse the Scandinavian tourists that are arriving, thinking they got on the wrong plane. <laughs> However, excellent marketing for the locals. <laughs> it's a tad warm as well. Uh, okay, the second match on Friday night was the cracker. local derby. Cracker! Uh, the Roosters and Rabbits. It was a cracker. It was a good game. Good game. Yeah. I tipped the Roosters. I, I would have tipped the Roosters if I'd got my tip in. I did have... Well, I did tip. I tip roosters. That's convenient to say now. It's mate. funny. I, I I did tip four out of eight, but only got the last five games tipping in. Mm. And I did tip manly, and I tipped the knights, and I tipped roosters. Well, so I would have got seven of eight, which would have seen me rocketing up the ladder. But anyway, I'll sit at twenty ninth or thirty eighth or wherever I am. You will. And it's I'm just biding my time. At least you're beating Ronnie. The back of the peloton. You are beating Ronnie. It wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, uh, roosters just finished over the top of the rabbits. And yep. just played them out. Played them out. Just finished too strong for them. <sighs> they did. Latrell Lut- oh, didn't show up. This is exactly what I was going to say. Well, no, no, that's not true. He showed up for the last no, 10. No, no, no. Latrell didn't show up until the last 10. 70th minute. And Cody Walker got taken out of the game. Yeah. So. They just ran at Cody Walker. Same thing. That's how you beat the Rabbits. Run at Cody Walker so he can't attack and kick Latrell into the corners. Half the bombs. They put a bomb up to Latrell. And instead of getting deep, catching it on the run forward, he was too shallow. Yeah. And he kept running back to the ball to catch it. And then he'd catch it and he'd take two or three steps, you know, back towards right. his try line, loop around. And I'm looking at it going, mate, that just that little adjustment there, you've lost 10 metres from your for your forwards. Yeah. 
They've got to go 10 metres further back now. Your backs have got to go harder coming out. Just your attitude. Yeah. Get back there. Yeah. But then with 10 to go, he's just this different dude. He just wakes up to himself and he goes, oh, fuck, we've got to win. And he's when he does that, he's the best player in the comp. It's hard to deny that. It's hard he's, to deny he that. Took, he took more hit-ups in the last 10 minutes than he took for the rest of the game. Yeah. Like, he's, come on, man. You can't be doing that. You're on that much money. You're the guy. You want to claim that it's Trellians. I'm not... And here's the, here's the funny thing. I'm actually not bagging him. I'm saying you're too good to give a subpar effort until your team might need it at the end. Yeah. It's, it's an attitude thing for me. Yep. If he had a better attitude, I'd be a troll fan. Yeah, his attitude is shit. But he doesn't, so I'm not. Yeah, his attitude is Fair? shit. Fair? Yeah, I completely agree. He should, be, he should be the best player every week in the NRL. But And the problem is, he can be. Yeah. It's a choice with him. Don't disagree. It's an absolute choice, and if you if you need evidence of that, go and watch the last ten, the first ten minutes, and the last ten minutes of that Rabbitohs game, and you'll be like, "That's not even the same dude." Yeah, it just pisses me off, man. If I was if I was a Rabbitohs coach, oh, not happy. Yeah. So the the Roosters get a much needed win. Yeah. Um. They haven't been great. Here's another g- genius tip from the top dog over here. Well, I t- I think we both tipped the Titans. Did you? Yeah, I did Titans. You did? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So Titans v Storm at Seabus uh, on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I was happy with this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's. I think it's a tale of two sides. Mm. So I think the Titans are on the improve. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. I think they've they've done quite well in the off-season. Yeah. And, and they're, they're quite well coached. Yeah. And they look to all be having a crack, which is well, very un-Titans-like, right? Well, here's the thing. They have beaten Melbourne, sure. But they've beaten 38-34. 38 points is a lot of points to score. It's a gun shoot. That's a... That's like, a, you can play football. Yeah. You can play... If you can score 38 points against any side, you can play football. Yeah. So... Melbourne, again, finish with the last two tries of the match to make the score better than what it should be. Yeah. Uh, they were dominated. They were dominated, but they weren't... I, They were. However, did you see how many drop balls from the purple and white there were? It was very bad. Yeah. They beat themselves more than the Titans beat them. Let me tell you. They gave the Titans a lot of ball. Craig Bellamy pretty much had an aneurysm. Uh, I think a forehead vein burst in the combo. I would have loved to have been. Blood everywhere. Dressing room. Absolutely shocking. Yeah. I love it when he he says, fuck. It's so pronounced. Oh, he's, it's he, t- he tucks it's that violent. bottom lip and he yeah. fuck, oh, you, you don't even need to hear it. Yeah. You just go, oh, I felt it from, yeah. I felt it from Pelican's Queef, let yeah. me tell you. Wow. Good on the buster. That's how deep it was. Yeah. But yeah, um, they do get their spiritual leader back this week. Munster's back, but... Munster was out and also Justin Ollum was out. Yep. And I think... Well, um, they're both back this week, but Jerome yeah. Hughes is out suspended. But uh, yeah, as much as I didn't think this last year... He might be replaceable. Okay. Because he's not leading the team. No. He can lead them around in terms of calling plays, but in terms of getting them up and about, getting them all hot and horny for the game. Well, I don't Munster think... Munster does that. But he's. I think that Hughes is an organiser. He's not a leader by example. Yeah, and, I mean? and, a, and a vibe guy. The great... Like, Munster's a vibe guy. He just yells at people, yeah. let's fucking go, boss! But <laughs> I think the, the real the real great halfbacks, they would... Take a game by the scruff of the neck, like your yeah. Joey Johns, Give me the ball. Thurston, yeah. Peter Sterling. Yeah. These if, guys could change a game. But if your forward didn't hit that line, yeah. you would bollock them. Yeah. You would just feed them. And I don't know. Jerome's, Jerome Hughes is a great halfback yeah. 
to have inside Munster. Yes. Because he does his work. He's a hard worker. But if Munster's not there, he does get found out a little bit. Yep, agreed. I think, personally. Agreed. Munster's like, if you if you put Munster's energy, no skill, if you put Munster's energy and vibe into Latrell Mitchell, you would have an immortal. Yeah. Into Latrell Mitchell's skill. Yeah. You would have an immortal. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, okay, big upset. And this is a big upset. Cowboys. Is it this year? Well, I think it is. It's only round three. Uh, look, are you telling me that you expected the Warriors to go into Townsville in 30-degree heat and win 26-12? Well, is that not an upset? I mean... Do we know what we've got with the Cowboys this year? Look, I mean, it is. But... They were one game off a grand final last year, the Cowboys. But... The last, the, the first two rounds, they were very underwhelming. Yep. I, look, I tipped them. I tipped the cows, but I only, t- I will say this, I only tipped the cows because they were at home. Yep. I did not tip them on form. Yep. And I didn't think the Warriors could travel, but the Warriors did travel, and the cows weren't in it. No, they were not terrible. Good, they weren't good enough. No. They weren't good enough. Uh, two stories out of this. Lovely story. Uh, number one for the Warriors on the weekend was a young fella, Tane Tuapiki. Who I coached. There you go. Coached him when he was 13 with Ronnie's Raiders. Ronnie and I both coaches. Uh, we'd like to say he taught him everything he knows, but that would be absolute bullshit. Uh, the kid was a killer back then. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this is re- this is really cool. What age group was that? 13s. Yep. Uh, 12, well, 13s. You can sort of tell at that stage whether they've got it. They've just, whether they make it is a different thing, but you can sort of tell at 13. Well, this is interesting. If you've got kids and you're listening to this podcast, listen to this. Ronnie agrees with this. He was nowhere near on it, our starting seven. Our start. He never even played one. He didn't. He wasn't our starting six. He wasn't our starting hooker. He was our fourteen. He was our off the bench kid that could pro, that could play any of the half positions. But he was off the bench. Yep. And the guys that played six, seven, one, all those, they, they were all in the crowd. They're all still mates, and they were all in the crowd. Yep. They all went up to North Queensland. They all watched the game. They had big signs. So good. Lockie Sheldon, Brody Hannon, Callum Boomer, all those boys that are up there. I uh, hope you listen to the podcast because super proud of all you boys for going up there and proud of Tane for doing it. He's had a million coaches. I've had zero to do with his development. I'm just proud of the kid. Yeah. Um, but even back then, he just gave a shit more. Like, that's what I'm telling you. It wasn't a skill, talent, he you know, thing. He wasn't like the best kid I've ever seen at 13. He just fucking wanted it, man. Like, you could tell he just cared if we lost. Mm. Like, round two at 13 years old. He gave a shit. He'd get really upset if we lost. The other boys would be like, oh, yeah, whatever, let's go kick a footy. He'd be like, oh, fuck. I'd be like, it's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. No, it's, you know, I should have been, but, you know, he just cared. Mm. And I even remember thinking, like, kid's keen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Really keen. If he didn't get picked in a spot, he'd really care. And um, and I was talking to Nick Gleeson, who's the coach of uh, the, the Runo Bay A-grade side um, last few years and this year. And he ran into Tain last year, early last year, before the season. And Tane was, uh, he, he'd gone down to Burley to try and play Q Cup. And Jaden Beryl was down there and he was already in the team and he was the fullback. And um, and Nick needed a fullback for Runaway Bay. Now, obviously, you go to Burley because you want to play A grade for Burley, but then you've got a chance of playing Cup. And if you play Q Cup, it's a pathway to the NRL. That's why they go. And he wasn't in the team yet. It was pre-season. And, you know, nothing had happened yet. And Nick sort of ran into him at Bunnings. Mate, how are you? Oh, g'day, Nick. Yeah, how you going? And Nick said, hey, mate, have you thought of uh, coming to Bay? You know, like, you know, Burrell's down there and, you know, you might not get the spot over him and, you know, we've got a spot for you at Bay, you know, put you on good money, blah, blah, blah. 
And he looked at Nick. And Nick told me this. He was doing work at my house the other day. And he told me this clear as day. He looked at me and he goes, no, nah, I'll be playing one. And Nick was like, oh, oh, you've already been picked. No, nah, but I'll get the spot. Yeah. Well, that's it's that, mine. That blind faith is what you need. It's mine. It? It's yeah. my spot. And he played. Yeah. He played one, round one. He played so good. The jersey never got taken off him all year. Got a highlights package a mile long from one season. Bang. Warriors yeah, this Warriors. year. Absolute legend. Yeah. So super proud of the uh, of the dude. Uh, he, he won't listen to this, but if he does, I'm proud of him. The other thing I will say about that game, and I just want to touch on this, Chad Townsend's kicking game is not good enough. Well, his defense was poor as well. Sure, but it's 2023. Yeah, he's kicking is bad. And if you're going to be the main kicker, you've got to have something more than an end-over-end bomb. Yeah. It wasn't good enough. Yeah, It's he Mitchell Pearce-like, his yeah. kicking game. He kicked it dead two or three times, grubbers in the in goal. Unforgivable yeah. in this day and age. You can't do that. But... He's oh, we're, you know, like you, you've got your you've got your exit set. You're trying to get out of your own half, and they don't quite get to halfway. And he puts a bomb up, and I've got to tell you, I'm pretty sure I can kick it higher. Mm. He doesn't have a lot in the boot, and because of that, he's got to kick it a little bit shallower, which makes it easier to catch. Like the Warriors just catch the ball and return it 20 meters. Mm. There was no pinning them in the corner, and I think if you, you know, if you're a kicker in 2023. You need to be able to build pressure. The cows are not building pressure yeah. after a set. They get the other team's getting out of their half too easy based on his kicking game. Yeah. I think they need to visit it. I Definitely. Think, I think if there's a bomb going up, I think someone else needs to take take the charge. He can stay half back, but I just don't think his kicking game's good enough. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, you know, one of the major reasons he can play. He can play footy. He's a footy player, mate. I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah but he's I awesome think he, footy player. Yeah, his defense. I noticed on on the weekend that yeah, he missed he missed quite a few one on one tackles. Yeah, and sure, the Warriors are a big team, but you know you're going to play NRL. Doesn't matter whether you're one or seventeen. Sure, you got to make the tackles. Yeah, you yeah. can't hide. There's there's almost no place to hide anymore in the NRL. You can't play that guy behind the line. No, right, which used to be the Ricky Stewart just play behind the line. Yeah, and the and, cen- and the centers and wingers are too big for yeah. the half to just go stand two out from the sideline. Yeah, you, you can't do that now. No, you can't. You have to mark up on your second row. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, so. Okay, with about 20 minutes to go in the big game at Suncorp on Saturday night, it was looking like it was going to be a completely different result. Hello, ladies. And then... Giddy up. Then both the Dragons <laughs> and the Broncos turned up. <laughs> Four tries in the last 10 minutes for the Broncos. And Four it's, tries It was 18-all, and it becomes 40-18, to 18 and what do you got to say about that? I know you'd be pretty excited. First half was atrocious. First half was shit. Second half was proper football. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm watching this game. It's weird. You and I have already discussed this, but I will do it again for the podcast. <sighs> First half was pissing me off. Yeah. I'd be lying if I didn't smack a plastic cup off the table. <laughs> if I said that I didn't, I'd be lying to you. Yep. Because I did. Broncos supporters. Quite, a, quite, mate. Got some <laughs> lovely, lovely loft on that thing. Was your wife around when you did this? No. Okay. No. Clever. Just Clever. Heathy and I watching the game. And Heath said to me, he goes, Dad, why are you getting so angry? And I said, you know, he said, we'll come back. I said, mate, I'm not getting angry that we're not winning. It's got nothing to do with it. A little bit. but anyway. No, honestly. Yeah. I don't. If you get beaten, you get beaten. But they were just playing stupid fucking football. Yeah. So basically, in my synopsis of it, and this was... You know, officially underqualified. Officially underqualified, but also echoed throughout the rugby league, who's who yep. on various panel shows that have 
you know, led me to believe that my opinion is correct. High on their own supply, last few weeks, they're thinking, oh, win the comp, we got this covered. It's just the Dragons. Don't worry about it. They're throwing offloads on their own 20-metre line, on tackle two. They're throwing cutout balls. They're kicking on the third. They're trying to score off every fucking play it's in the first half. A little bit of air of arrogance. It was just ridiculous. And they're just doing dumb shit and just giving the Dragons a ball by not playing pressure footy. Rugby league is a build pressure game. And if you're going to try and outflash your way around a team in the NRL, no less, they might be the Dragons, but they're an NRL team, you're going to get beaten. And that was echoed by when they went to the com- when they went- when they went to the video, no audio, but they went to the video of Kevy in the fucking change room at halftime, yeah. and he was ripping them, and he's saying, "Stop going fucking wide, go through the fucking middle." And I said, I said to my boy, I said, "Mate, this is not how you play footy. They're putting bombs up from inside their own half. What is that going to achieve? The Dragons are just returning it, getting broken play, half breaks, just dumb stuff." We just need to build pressure, build pressure, build pressure. The Broncos came out in the second half and did exactly that. Played a totally different brand of football. Punched it up the middle. Dropped one under with an option outside. Dropped one under with an option outside. Two passes out to the left. You know, isolate the halfback. And then instead of a bomb, Adam Reynolds kicked nothing but bombs in the first half. I don't even know if he put one up in the second half. Yeah. He just got the ball on the last tackle. He put a grubber in behind the line into the corner. And we just bashed them into the corner. And they couldn't get out of their own corner. Yep. And consequently, they made mistakes. Because yep. they were under pressure. And we got the ball back. And then he grubber into the corner again. And we're not trying to score off every play. We're trying to build pressure to score off the sixth set. Or yep. the fourth set. Yep. Not the first set. Yeah. And then, what happens with 10 to go? The guys in the middle are fucking rooted. Because they've been tackling so hard. Mm. So Payne Haas walks through the middle. And I'm sitting there talking to my, talking to my son, saying, you see that? And he's going, oh, how good's Payne Haas? I'm like, no, no, no. As a team, they built pressure and they wore them down. Mm. And we, of course, with eight to go, the forwards are rooted. Yeah. Of course, he's going to get through because he's giant. Yeah. But if you go wide all game, it doesn't work. No, you've got to earn the right. So it was, a, it was, I know it was a good win, but it was a nice game to sit there with my son and, and show him what footy really is. It's a pressure-building game. And if you, if you don't play proper footy up the guts, you're not going to win a game. No, of course. Anyway, I'm done now. Is that enough? That's enough for Sorry, the Sorry, that, that was a rant. I do apologise, no, but right. we know it made me angry. You're passionate. Um, Bulldogs, 26. West Tigers, 22 at Belmore. You can unload on the Tigers. I know you want to. The Tigers are bad, and but they should have won that game. They, it was 26-22 with about nine minutes to go. They had all the running. They'd scored three unanswered tries, mm-hmm. and they were cutting the Bulldogs apart. Mm-hmm. They should win that game. Mm-hmm. The fact that they don't just proves just how bad, bad they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look, the Bulldogs, mm-hmm. the Bulldogs weren't good. The the Tigers were just bad. It was in Belmore. Yeah, it was at, It was in Belmore. Uh, look, people got big raps on the Bulldogs. They recruited really, really well, and yet they beat Melbourne in the first round. But they haven't looked good since. No. No. Do you think they just need time to gel? Because it is a very new... They beat Melbourne in the second round, mainly tailed them up in the first round. Yeah, but it's a new squad in that they're not new not new to the NRL, but they're new to playing together. Oh, it's going to take some time to gel. You think, do you, it, think if, you think maybe in a month they're a different team? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because it's a good lineup. 
Mate, it should be. It, it's a it good sh- lineup. No we, injuries either. I think either. we both tipped it to make the eight, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe I maybe I just have them just on the outside looking in. But it's it's going to be interesting to see where they are. If they're still playing the same footy in six weeks, there's problems in Belmore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Someone lose the job. Tigers are going to win the wooden spoon. They're paying a dollar one. They'd have to be. They are just a bad footy team. They've now moved Adam Dewey to fullback, and they've brought in some kid to six to help Luke Brooks, who's been playing in the NRL for twelve years and needs help. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't think Adam Dewey at one is that bad of a call, though. Yeah, I know that, but he... Don't love him at six. Yeah, he, I, well, I'm not a huge Dewey fan, to I'm be not honest. A, not a Dewey fan. Um, Got a good kick, though. Got a big kick. Yeah. Big boot. Yeah, okay. Oh, do we have to? We do. Do Ronnie, we have to? Ronnie gets off the canvas. Gailey, uh, Tim. Yeah, few of the boys. Very happy with the Raiders. 24-20 the, the win nor- against the, the, the Northern Sharks. Gold Coast Raiders Supporters Club. Yes, one-eyed Raiders. Yeah. Uh they looked. They they started the game very well. Uh, Canberra uh, Sharks came back at them pretty hard. Yeah, Sharks had uh, wet hair. Wet hair don't care wasn't there. Yes. Oh, I like that. That was <laughs> wet hair not care wasn't there. Wet hair don't care wasn't there. Okay, nice. That was, that was not rehearsed. Yeah, this marketing machine just oh, runs like you. a dream. Look at you. <laughs> anyway, point is he wasn't there. Yes. Uh, sharks are not hard to beat without Nico Hines. Yep. And the Raiders tried hard not to win, uh, but they did win. So we'll give them that. They did win. Uh, they and you know it's it's interesting. It, I'm still pretty comfortable with the hundred bucks with Ronnie. <sighs> Look, it's an early crow, and I'm not going to crow. Yeah, but at the moment I'm comfortable. There's a live ladder. Yeah, there's a live ladder, and Ronnie's I'm, at the bottom. I'm not saying there's not. Yeah. It exists. There are two teams that are undefeated, and there are one team which scraped together their first win. So let's just see how we well. Go. Let's I mean, these go. are all facts, aren't they? They are. It's the, the facts just point one way. These are all facts. Let's do our tips for round four. Just the tip? Yep. Oh, yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll, yeah do we'll do it now. We'll do our tips now. We'll, get, we'll do it now. We can, then we can park. We'll just hard, hard the paint for we rugby can, league. We can park rugby league after that. And okay, we'll so move on. Friday night, Eels versus Panthers off the bye. Panthers off the bye yep. and Eels in 16th. And a lot of talk this week. We're going to do this now. A lot of talk this week. Yes. Moses still hasn't signed for the Eels. Roosters looking to move Kiri on. Ipso facto, Moses sniff sniff, sniffing around the chook pen. Yeah, as it were. Yeah, right. That slippery eel might have slipped into the chook pen. Did you like that? Yep. Yeah, I do. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Uh, what do we think about that? Because uh, he's on a million at Para. Yep. The Roosters can't have a spare mill. They can't. Well, how does he? How? Talk to me. You go, Matthew. No, they can't possibly. They can't possibly find the money. But they reckon they are. I'll tell you one way they find the money, and this will be our next little tidbit. Mm. Suali'i's manager has registered with Rugby Australia to be an official rugby union player manager. Right. I didn't know that. He's gone. Okay. So I think that. So what what does that mean? He's registered. Well, so each. Manager has to be an official partner, or have to register and become. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what the fucking. Word okay, is. is this sort of like I've got my builder's license, but I still need a QBCC Correct. in order to be in business? Correct. So gotcha. they've got to be they've got to be registered with the governing body. So to be an yeah. NRL manager, yeah, you have to be registered with the NRL. Okay, this and makes it's sense. the same as with rugby. So yep. it's it's a bit of a trust thing. Okay, uh, you know, because they're not going to let any. Right. Gavin Orr springs to mind. So he lost his accreditation <laughs> to be a manager because he was dodgy, right? Dodgy. So 
It's the same here. So okay. he has registered with the Rugby Australia. So that means he can he can now negotiate enter into negotiations. Correct. So he can now negotiate on Sweetie his behalf. Does he represent anyone else? I don't know. I don't know. Of, of note. I don't know. I haven't looked that deep into it. But okay. But we're thinking week. he's done it for Suwili. He's done it. Well, yes. So Suwili. It would be interesting if he's done it for if he's if he also represents Cam Murray. Mm-hmm. But what would Suwili be on? Ish. Oh, I think. Oh, I'll I, take. I'll I, take a vibe. Go at this. What do you got? I, I think he's on six hundred. Okay. And what is Kiri on? I'd say Kiri's on nearly a million. You reckon Kiri's on a million? Yeah, I reckon he's on eight fifty to a million. Now, if they move Kiri on, because is he? He's a head knock victim, isn't he? The, 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 the concern from the Roosters is yep. they don't think that Kiri's going to make mm-hmm. the season, which is why the Moses thing has sprung up. So, can they move him on? Based on player welfare bullshit. Maybe. If he gets another head knock. free up his milk. It could be another Boyd Gordner. I think they've got something in the mix where if something happens to Kiri, he'll be gone. Yeah, but the Roosters can then reallocate that That salary cap. That fund. They probably still have to pay Kiri out. Yep. But it doesn't come off their cap. Yep. It's the same as when they retired Boyd Gordner. Okay, well, see, now they can afford Moses on the table, not under the table. Especially if they both go, they've got change. Yeah, for sure. So, who knows? How does that work? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But it's interesting. Old Gordy Tallis mm-hmm. is blowing up at the money being thrown at Moses. So, the West Tigers offered Moses 1.4. Ha! Huh? The West Tigers have offered Moses 1.4. Just quietly. For five years. Just quietly. They've got no one else. No, I know that. Like, they've got money to throw around. But, and, and, and the deal, apparently the deal on the table for power is 1.25 for four years. Mm. Right? Now... You know what? He'd go to the Roosters for 900 though. He would. Because he, he wants to win a he premiership. Win. Now, he's never won. That's big no. money for someone who's never won. But he's gone... He's gone... This is the thing with Moses. He's gone ridiculously close with a team that shouldn't. Yeah. With a team that shouldn't go close. Yep. So I think the thinking behind Moses is you look at Para and you go, well, if you can take them to the big dance, yeah, you got flogged. But if you can get them there, you can definitely get this squad over here there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. So I see that. Yeah, maybe so. But I personally think Moses goes for unders just because he's been to the big dance. He played really well in that grand final and no one else did. Yeah. And he would have been sitting there going, fuck this bunch of pricks. Yeah. He would have just been off it. Yeah. yeah. Language warning. Okay. I'm off it today. Penrith, para, who you got? <laughs> oh, Penrith by 20. Yeah, okay. Penrith 13 plus. I'm going Penrith. Penrith 13 plus. Okay, Friday night. Do we even game, bother here? Storm Tigers. It's, uh, it's the Tigers will remain in 17th. Yes, they'll have zero the points after round future. four. Uh, okay, then the big match. Now, this this, uh, this Dolphins, has come in. Broncos. This has come in on Sportsbet because if I just check Ned's really quick, if I just check this, round four, sorry, on Pointsbet, if you like the Dolphins, not an ad, but I mean, if a betting company did want to jump on the officially underqualified bandwagon, we would we would allow it and encourage it. Yeah. Uh, but Sportsbet have got the Broncos are a dollar forty two, Dolphins two ninety. Pointsbet had the Broncos a dollar thirty, and the Dolphins at three dollars fifty five. Wow. So I mean, if you like the Dolphins, get yourself a Pointsbet account. If you like the Broncos, get yourself a Sportsbet account. I think the Broncos win and win pretty comfortably. They're without Felice Kafusi, who's suspended for four games. Yes. Thoughts on that? I have a tip which will indicate my thoughts on that. Okay. Which Sorry, a bet. You have a bet. Okay. I have a multi. Yes, okay. Which we'll get into in just the tip. Four weeks too harsh for 
Way too harsh. Yep. Paul Kent was blowing up about about it as well, saying it's too harsh. Well, Suwali'i, same tackle, one week. The panel, the panel, one saying, week. Yeah, the panel saying that it is, although it is the same, that the force of the tackle was completely different, which is not measurable. Exactly. That's vibe. I That's think Marbo. I think they've they've rubbed him That's out because he's because he's a bit of a grub. Sure. Yeah, and hopefully that happens closer to Origin. <laughs> well, the problem with that is that there's carryover points there for a reason. Yes. There's carryover points there so that the tribunal doesn't just get to do it on vibe. Yeah. If the guy's got carryover points, he gets more suspension time. Yeah. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He did try to argue it, so he did get the maximum penalty as well. Sure. Yeah. But what he tried to argue was that it was the same as the guy that you gave a week to. Yeah. That was his argument. He didn't argue that he didn't do the thing. Yeah. He argued that the what you're giving me is too much because I have zero carryover points currently. What I've done in my career is irrelevant right yep. now. I have zero, zero carryover points, and you've already handed out two one-week suspensions for exactly the same tackle. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? And they went, suck one. Four, four, four weeks. weeks. Okay, we're both taking Broncos here. Oh, yep. Broncos by 13. Okay, this is not a, this is an interesting game, this one. Cowboys and Titans up in Townsville. Cowboys, Titans. Now, look at the ladder position. Cowboys 15th, Titans 6th. Yeah. I feel like they've done it the wrong way. The world's gone topsy-turvy. <laughs> now, it's up in Townsville. I'm going to ask you what your vibe is here. It's, uh, I'm feeling Titans. I'm really feeling Titans. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. Cowboys just aren't playing good enough, mm-hmm. and sure they could probably turn it around. Well, look at the look at the numbers. Cowboys are paying a dollar fifty three, and the Titans are two dollars fifty two. Now, based on form and ladder position, that is upside down. Yeah, I, I mean, are, are the betting companies giving Cowboys overs I, based on previous years? I, I agree with all that. I'm going to go Cowboys. Okay. I'm, all I'm saying is, should they not be at least a dollar ninety each? I, I reckon. I'm not saying should, Titans sh- are better. I'm just it, saying that it is. Should, it should be closer than that. Like, I think Cowboys might win this, <coughs> but at two dollars fifty two, as if I'm not chucking a cheeky tenner on the Titans well, to get up. It's two sixty. Two sixty yeah. on points, but yeah. like two sixty. Yeah. And the Titans are sixth, and they've just beaten Melbourne, and the Cows have just lost to the Warriors. Yep. Uh, I don't know. So he, well, who are you tipping? I'm going to go Titans. Fuck okay. it, I'm going Cowboys because I'm not. I'm coming 19th in the tippy comp. <laughs> I need to make up some ground. Well, I'm going to go. So I'm going to go the odd smoky because if you come last, who gives a shit? For sure, for sure. Uh, okay, Rabbits versus Eagles Saturday night at Accor Stadium. Look right. at look at the money. It's crazy. The Rabbits are 10th and they've just lost to the Roosters. The Eagles are undefeated. They're sitting third and they're two dollars twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I, don't, I don't know what's real anymore. You manly. Be, I'm going Manly. They're 240 here. You'd be proud of me. You're going Manly. I'm going Manly. Yeah, okay. I Good. think I, I think Manly... Uh, <sighs> I think Manly are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that hurt. That hurt. Thank you. Thank you. I think they're pretty good. It's been committed to oh God. podcast world now. Why? Why okay. did I do that? Warriors versus Bulldogs. Warriors, Mount mate. Smart. In, Warriors. In, you're going Warriors? Go Warriors. I'm going Bulldogs. No, I've got to make the team. Yeah, I know you do. And I'm, the I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on. I don't think the bull, uh, the Warriors can back it up two weeks in a row. If they weren't playing the Bulldogs, I'd probably agree. Yeah, with that's you. probably good. That's but fair they're point. playing the Bulldogs, and they're at home, and the Bulldogs don't travel well normally. Yeah, 
Bulldogs couldn't win at home last week against an easier team. Agreed. So Agreed. I'm going Warriors. Okay, Knights versus Raiders at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. Again. This hurts. Vomit. Raiders. Yeah, I've gone Raiders. I mean, only uh, not because not because because of the Knights of the Northern Raider support network. Yeah, it's because Pong is still not in. Agreed. Okay. Uh, and then last match of the round at Jubilee. Yep. Dragons v Sharks. It's at Jubilee. Barbie. It's at St George home ground. However, wet, wet hair, hair is there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Wet hair, yeah, yeah, is there. Sharks it is. Dragons. Uh, Dragons at home played well against the Broncos. However, I think Sharks get it together, yeah. as it were. And Rooters get the bye. Yeah. And then play Eels did, next week. Did you see this uh, this stuff with Royce Hunt and Horsburgh? No. About the punch that was thrown? No. In the game, the Canberra uh, oh, yes. Sharks game? Yes. And now that uh, Royce Hunt's come out and called him a weak gutted dog? No, like no. Ricky Stewart no, did? No, he hasn't. Oh. No, 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 he did. He came out in an interview and said, well, you know, I think as similar to what Ricky Stewart said last year, I think he's a weak-gutted dog right. after Stewart called Jaden Salmon that. Right. But then Horsburgh on his social media has written a post that says, um, <laughs> I think it was great with uh, my boy seeing his daddy score two tries and then had a picture of Horsburgh holding his child with a picture yes. of Royce Hunt's face on it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have seen it. I've seen that. Yeah. Good value. The footage isn't great for Horsburgh. Love he the, was hiding behind the halfback. Hiding behind hiding the halfback, behind the halfback and then reached forward. Yeah. And then after and then after the punch, ran. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh And then it, the guy just ate it. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't ideal. So good fun. Okay, let's move into the EPL. Uh, not a heap of games from an EPL perspective because it was a bit of European football last week, but Bron- uh Broncos, sorry. <laughs> Broncos. So you mean Arsenal? Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal Do win. You know, it's it's never happened. No, it's happened once. However, I was a child. Arsenal and Broncos are both on top of the ladder. Yep, that's so rare. Yeah, I was well, talking to my mate. I was talking to Scotty McRae, long time listener of the podcast, big fan, also Manly fan. Good, you've, I need you, to meet you, him. You've got a fan, yeah. In in Scotty, excellent. He's a big time Manly fan. Love Scotty. Yeah, he's convinced. Uh, he's convinced Lincoln. Uh, my son's best mate. Yeah. Um, Scotty's uh, stepdad, and he's convinced Lincoln that Manly are the best. Lincoln's born on the Gold Coast. Chuck out the rest. Born on the Gold Coast. Yep. Used to support the Titans, and Scott has brainwashed Lincoln. Excellent. Which I can only uh, annoyingly commend him for because <laughs> it's so one-eyed. <laughs> he wants a turbo poster in his room. Oh yeah. Oh, it's dirty. Good. It's dirty. It's good. Anyway. When someone's such a prick, you just when they're that level, you just have to commend that. Yeah, well. <laughs> he's a good, he'd be a good mate of yours. Good mate of yours. One of us. He said to me, he goes, "It's never happened where his his team. He's a hardcore Liverpool supporter and a hardcore Manly supporter." And he was just, he said to me, "I didn't actually realise Arsenal Broncos both at once. It yeah. didn't hit me." And he goes, "How lucky are you?" I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "That's never happened to me." <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're right. It's pretty good. Arsenal win 4-1. Yep, versus Crystal Palace. Versus Crystal Palace. You mind putting that up on the big screen so I can uh, see a bit of this action? Oh, there we go. We're high tech today. Look at this. Arsenal 4-1. We're like a proper podcast. Almost. If, if we hit save, we are. So, <laughs> Southampton, we did save. It just it was the uh, it was the download. Yeah, meow. Southampton, Tottenham 3 all. Tottenham are on a slide. Yes. Uh, Bourne, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, the uh, the world beaters. Oh. 
lose 3 0 to Aston Villa. To Villa. Yeah. Chelsea never done have a two all draw. Yeah, Chelsea got nothing. Chelsea really struggling yeah. this year. Uh, Arsenal 4 1 against Palace. Happy with that. Uh, 3 0, cruising. Switched off for half a second. Clean sheet gone. 3 1. Arteta lost his mind. It was 3 1. Yeah. Arteta lost his fucking mind that they let one in. And I was like, I like that. I like your quest for perfection here. Mm. He's like, that's all fucking good enough. He lost it. And I was like, oh, oh. they went down and scored another one. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. Eight points clear at the top. This, uh, what's this? Saturday? This Saturday? This Saturday, yeah. Man City play Liverpool. Oh, no, it's next week. They got a week oh, off. Oh, 1st of April. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, week off. International break? Something. Uh, something yeah, it'll be something. Man City versus Liverpool. Now, if Liverpool can just do one thing for me, please. This is the best chance we have of Manchester City losing points. Yep. And in terms of a gunner fan, it's the best chance we have in the next 10 weeks. You know there's 10 rounds to go? It's crazy. They play 38 rounds. It's crazy. Plus FA Cup, plus Champions League, plus Europa League. It's crazy. Plus the Carabao Cup. Jeez, they play a lot of games. Yep. Fit, man. They're fit, man. They're fit. Yeah. Fit, man. Anyway, that's the table. Yeah. Uh, happy days. We're ten rounds to go. We're nowhere near home. No, there's a long. You, you lot keep of saying we're home, but we're no, not. There's home. a lot of football to play. No way. A lot of football to play. Uh, I will comment on this. I've got a few stats for you. Now I have told you about this before. You love a stat. I love a stat, but I also love this dude. Harland. Yep. Big fan of the podcast. Big fan. Close personal friend. Yep. Might get him in. Don't that think he'd. Don't think he'd fit through the door. That would be nice. Big unit. How's this? Six hat-tricks. He's only been part of Manchester City for one season. Not even a season yet. Ten rounds to go. FA Cup's in the semi-final stage. Champions League's not even in the finals yet. He's already scored six hat-tricks for Manchester City. And he scored 42 goals in all competitions. Mm. That's insane. It's crazy. He is, after last week, where he played the FA Cup and then he played a Champions League game, he scored four goals in one game, and the very next game, he scored five goals. He scored nine goals in two games. Of not the Caribou Cup, not Division Three. he played an FA Cup game, and then a fucking Champions League game, yeah, and scored nine goals to become the highest, sing- the highest goal scorer in a single season in Manchester City's history. Mm. Not in Bournemouth's history. Yeah. In like a, a Sergio Aguero, David Silva, mm. right? These people. No, no, this guy. Yeah. With a third of the season to go. Freak. It's in, in his, like I cannot, I cannot overstretch. In his first it, season. In his first season and he's two thirds of the way through. Mm. I cannot overstress how much of a gap that is. And I'm going to go out of a limb here and I'm going to say the T word. That's Tiger-esque. Mm. That is so far in front of the competition that is Tiger Woods level, mm. US Open 2002. You know what I mean? Like, it's that much of a gap. It's winning the PGA by 10 shots. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He could set a goal-scoring record for the Premier League this season that would almost be impossible to beat. He's a freak. If he if, And here's the thing. Injury-free. Big, strong. Yeah. yeah. Hot. Yeah. Seen him with the 80 shirt on? Yeah, he's a beast. I'd turn. He's a I would. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Righto. I'd allow it. So we haven't talked about Formula One this year, but there has been two races, and the Aussie GP is coming up next in a couple of weeks' time. Not is it this weekend? Next no, weekend. Next weekend. Okay. 
Uh, and the podium has been the same for both <laughs> games. For both, same three people on the podium, but in different spots. There's first, only first one, round there's only one good thing about this, is the third position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Bahrain GP, the first GP, uh, Verstappen and Perez go 1-2 in the Red Bulls. And Red Bull, Red Fernando Bull. Fernando Alonso in his Aston Martin finishes third. Well, and that's Aston, what's interesting. Aston Martin have got a good car. They've got a good car this year. Finally. Yeah. And then Love the same that. again, but in uh, in Saudi, in the, the street and the night circuit, mm-hmm. Perez wins, Verstappen second, mm-hmm. Alonso third mm-hmm. after a protest. Uh, and he he lost the podium but then got it back. Which sucks for... um. For George Russell. George Russell. So he got on the podium. Yeah. He let the champagne go. He did the full cheer. Yeah. He stepped off and they went, yeah, no. And, and they gave him the trophy. Yeah. He had to physically give it back. Yeah. The interesting <laughs> the interesting thing oh, is... sucks, man. Verstappen's car <laughs> shit itself in qualifying. So he started in 15th. Yeah. And finished second. Five yeah. seconds behind Perez. Now... Now, is he a freak or is the car not fair? Or I think both. it's a bit of both. Is it both? I think Verstappen is great. He's a freak, man. But I think the cars are obviously way better than the competition. Yeah, his reaction is ridiculous. Yeah. His reaction so is great. Verstappen is one point ahead of his uh, teammate in the driver How? because he, he had the fastest lap of ah. the Grand Prix in the last lap of this Grand Prix. So he's uh-huh. one point ahead. Yeah, right. Interesting. Open track. So there's been a lot of talk about the competition between Perez and Verstappen in Red Bull and that Daniel Ricciardo might be the big winner out of this because oh. they think that Sergio Perez might be squeezed out. Now, there was a tweet. Hang on. How does Ricardo win? Because he is the reserve driver for Red Bull. Did he go to Red Bull? Yeah. I didn't even know that. He's the reserve driver for Red Bull. Stop it. So he he does all the press. Oh, now I'm all about Red Bull. (laughs) So he does does all the press. He does... He does test driving. He he's at not at all the Grand Prix, but he's at a lot of the Grand Prix. Yes. Uh, But he is... So he could be the big winner here. Now, there was a tweet that went out from Sergio Perez after the, the Saudi uh, F1, and it went, I, it was tougher than I thought, but in the end, I'm happy to get my fifth victory in F1. Mm-hmm. Very happy with the result of the team. We are going to keep pushing very hard. I want to be champion. Now. Who's that? That was Sergio Perez. Perez. Now, that tweet was then taken down. Right. And that tweet was then reposted without the line, I want to be champion. There's some issues inside Red Bull here. What's wrong with your driver wanting to be champion? Because Verstappen is the pinup boy. Okay. And he can't be going against team orders or whatever. But don't, I'm you, assuming. don't you just want to both be champion? Yeah, I do. But I, I agree. But I think this is going to cause a problem. Mm. So, I mean, are we... <clears throat> see, this is a problem. I'm a Perez fan. I think he's great. I think he's a wonderful person too. Yeah. I think he's a really fun guy. Yeah. But... If Perez has to die in a horrible accident so Daniel Ricciardo can drive for uh, Red Bull, <laughs> I mean, I'm putting oil on the track. Sorry, Perez, you're out. Yeah, I, I think... Aussie, that, Aussie, Aussie, baby. Th- th- this season could be the last that you see the Perez-Verstappen partnership in you, Red Bull. You're not going to find a bloke who's happy to come second to Verstappen more than Daniel Ricciardo. Well, there was a problem. The reason Ricciardo left Red Bull in the first place was because they were pushing Verstappen in front of him. So Ricardo made a silly move. Well, at, but at the time he was driving better, but he kept getting secondhand parts. Yes. If there was one good wing and one shit wing, they'd give the good wing to Verstappen, yes. and then Ricardo yes. would still come fourth. Yes. With a with a with a car that should be in tenth. Correct. And he's like, yeah, you know, guys. And I think he might have got a bit excited and s- said, "Oh, I'm awesome. I'll leave. I'll kill it anyway." Yeah. You and then realise that uh, no motorsport's all about the car. But in saying that, McLaren, You've got very little to do McLaren has been terrible this terrible. season. Terrible. He went to a bad team. Yeah. Uh, and so, 
yeah, that's it for F1. Next one is the Australian GP, which is on, and I'll just give you the exact date. It's in two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. It's on the 2nd of April, Sunday mm-hmm. the 2nd. So I'm sure my wife will be um, sitting down and, and watching that. She's a big F1 fan, thanks to Daniel Ricciardo and Drive to Survive on Netflix. Well, look, if Daniel Ricciardo gets back into a Red Bull car, Megan White will be back in front of the television. She will, she will let, be anyway. Let me assure you. She will be anyway. Okay, Craig. How, how, is, how is the wife, mate? She's great. She's still listening? I think so, yeah. She's still Team Greg? Oh, undoubtedly. Okay, good. Yeah. Hi, Megan. Uh, um, <laughs> so. Just want to say hi to my fans. Yeah, your fan. Your fan. Uh, okay, so the, the one day. Cricket series in India has wrapped up. Australia have won 2-1. Yep. Uh, a very pretty convincing win uh, against the Indians last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, so, the, and the last game. And so their last game was, yeah, over, the in last two one hours. was over in two hours where Mitchell Marsh went mental and they got the runs in 11 overs and it was just <laughs> over. So anyway, just love I'm, I'm happy for that to be over. The, move on from cricket. It's yep. footy time. Thank I'm, you. I'm done. I'm yes. done. Very quickly. I love the Indian people. Yes. I hate the Indian cricket yeah, team. The, the, and the, and just fan. Indian cricket in the, general. It's elitist. Yeah. In, in, so they cheat. Very quickly, just want to touch on Liv and the TV rating. You want to quickly hate? No, I just want to say that Liv... But you know this is bullshit stat, so why do you keep pushing it? Liv has signed... You know this is bullshit. Liv has Look signed, at your face. Look at your face. Liv has signed a, a, a telecast deal with a massive network in the States, the CW, who does huge, uh, huge entertainment programs like Batgirl. And they have signed with CW. Yes. And their ratings Who's that? have been terrible. Who's CW? Well, they're just an entertainment network. Are they? So they've never done sport before. Right. But they had to sign with someone. Cool. Their ratings have been terrible. Yeah. Look, I can't read much into it, but I just love the fact why, that... Why have their good. ratings been terrible? Well, mate. because no one would know they're on CW yet. Correct. And Did I watch the Live tournament? Yes. You did. Did I watch it on CW? No. no. Does no. that mean no one's watching Live? Of course not. No, just the ignorant. So in Australia, it's on Seven Plus, and it's also on the Live Golf website. Is it on Seven Plus? Seven Plus. And they jag every that. game free, right there. And they jag that. You know, if you're a golf fan, and maybe if you hosted a sport podcast, you'd get on board. Have we got any tips? I got a tip from the boys. Yeah, I got a tip for you. Watch some golf. No. Play some golf. Do something. Well, I might be playing. When? I don't know. <laughs> Once Sunday footy finishes. What, six months? No, no, no. It's uh, this is the last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. All right. I'll get you. I gotta get you back up to Pelicans. Like it up there. Yeah. Back up to the coast. Minus, minus. Um, Bocock though. I want to enjoy the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Saucer of milk. Table for one. Yeah. Jackie's a big, big fan of the podcast. He is. He is. Give him a shout out. He's we waited a, right to the end to give him a bit of a rip. He's also an eel supporter. Yeah. Which makes him a better fan of the podcast. Yeah. I want four because he just wants something entertaining to listen to, other than. Watching the eels. <laughs> so you've got a tip this week. Yeah. So look, I'll yeah, look, I've got to go. We've got no time. It's a quick podcast. Steel City, the horse that Gailey gave us last week, off to the glue factory. Mitch gave us alligator blood, only thing in his back black book. <sighs> I chucked ten bucks on it at two dollars eighty. I yeah. put a bet return. So if it ran second or third, I'd get my money back. Do you think it ran fourth? Of course it did. Of course it ran fourth. Of course it did. So, luckily, I had a same-game multi uh, with the Roosters and Daniel Tupo to score in a little same-game multi last week, which mm. saved me. Happy with that. This week, you know, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I often I often post other people's tips. Yep. I'm going to throw one out there myself. 
I like it. Which I don't do. But I'm doing this because I'm not seeing enough tipping. I'm not seeing enough crowing going on on the page. Get on the page and get, on the, sent, get in look, the group. I hear about the wins, yeah, but I never see anyone ballsy enough to throw a tip up. Hey, I'm thinking this. Give me something to cheer for. So look, what I'm doing is I'm just doing doing a four four leg multi. Four leg multi, yep. And it's and it's I think it's pretty good. Of course I do. I'm going Penrith Panthers head to head to beat the Eels. Money in the bank. Yep. I'm doing Melbourne Storm to beat the Tigers with Munster and Ollam back. Money in the bank. Yep. In Melbourne. I'm doing the Broncos to beat the Dolphins. And because Kafusi is out. And Ezra Mam is on the left side, where Kafusi defends on the right side, because they're bringing a, a second rower in who's who, who's got any idea who that is. I think Ezra Mam any time try scorer. I think he dummy and goes. Yep. I think he sneaks through the line. I think he has more room to move because Kafusi plugged a big hole on that side. He's a. Uh, and he's, I think they're going to be left short. He's a good support player anyway. So well, he, he pushes not, through the middle anyway. Yeah. So Correct. he may not. Create the try, but he may finish it off. Correct. And if yeah. they, you know, I just think with that left side being opened up with Kafusi not being there, uh, you know, he's he's paying a lot more than the centres and the wingers, and I think he's he's a dummy and go kind of guy. Now that multi is five dollars sixty one, so I just threw ten bucks on that. Yep, I think that's uh, got a chance, and I'm happy to stand by it. Yep, put it up on the uh, put up on the group. I will. I'll put it up. That's just the tip for this week. Yeah, feel good that one. That's it. Now, we've got to wrap this up because my back's on fire and I've got to go to Cairo. Yeah. Because I'm an old, old man. Yeah. Well played. We're going we're gonna to post this. We are going to post this. It'll podcast. be up in about 20 minutes. Okay. Love you. It's been a pleasure, Greg. I do love you, mate. Okay. I and just, an, just, and on that note. I just want to rely on you. And on that note, <laughs> it's bye for now. Ava. Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.